Blog Talk Radio. Today's date, folks, is April 19, 2009. 
This is a live show, so you're welcome to call in to listen to the show or to make a comment. If you do want to make a comment, what Blog Talk is doing is basically if you're talking to one of your uh, hosts, basically, like me and Mr. LeBron, and you want to speak to them, you just press 2 and the hand will raise up, indicating basically that you're trying to get our attention to talk about whatnot. As far as everything goes, this show is brought to you by iTunes. You can go to iTunes and subscribe to the show. On there, just type in nothing but the truth. You will see us, a couple holding hands together, and miss it. Also, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash nb underscore truth. And you can go to our email. If you want to write us a note, let us know about what you think about the show, how we come, edit, good or bad, let us know. nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. Now, there's a few announcements that's going on. The guy that you know, AG, I believe that he might not be able to do the show anymore for some personal issues. Me and Mr. LeVon was talking to him earlier, but I'm not throwing anyone's business out there. This might be some personal issues that he's not going to be able to do the show. He let me know ahead of time. And unfortunately, I mean, I thought something was going to break through, but he was very innovative in my opinion. What's your thoughts about AG, Mr. LeVon? Yeah, definitely. He always had some really original things to say in reference to any topic that we um, talked about on the show. And it was always nice listening to him speak, especially um, on a lot of different relationship issues, because it's always nice to have um, multiple perspectives when it comes to it. So, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that he won't be able to um, participate with us right now. Yeah. Yeah, very unfortunate, for real. Now, I hope he comes back somehow. I don't know yet. Honestly, we do not know. Mr. 910 will be with us next week, most and more than likely, and we're planning on doing some more specials. Now, before we do anything else, I met a network while I was chilling yesterday out in the city of Greensboro, and He's coming to Blog Talk, and I'll let her introduce herself. I believe she's over there with Mr. LeVon. And my guest, I'm a special guest here, you know, she's just sitting in, just listening to the show. Go ahead and introduce yourself as far as to my audience. Let them know who you are and what you're about. Hold on. Who, who are you talking to? Our guest is sitting right beside you, Mr. LeVon. Oh, okay. Oh, oh hold on. <laughs> No, I forgot. I, I missed a second. Hold on. Oh, here she's coming in. Hold on. Okay. Here she comes. Miss <laughs> Nakima. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm all right. Here, go ahead and introduce yourself to my my uh, listeners. We know, I told a lot of people that we're going to start getting more people on here and I have to let them know basically we got someone, basically it's an original, fresh. We gotta let you know. Hey, we welcome you to the show, and just tell us a little bit about what you're trying to do. Okay. Well, um, my name is Nikima Lee, and I am an intimate relationships coach. And what I do is I help women and couples have a better intimate relationship. Um, I try to make sure that people understand that I am not a marriage counselor. I am not a uh, a therapist by no means, but basically I help coach 
folks into having um, their deepest or darkest or however you want to put them, fantasies, um, sexual urges, uh, or just plain um, things that they want to do and want to accomplish, I can basically get them to that to that moment or to that point within their, their sexual relationship. Okay. Now, how long have you uh, been doing this? Right. I know some of the people want to know. Right. Well, I've been giving advice to my friends for about five years now. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as really taking it to another level and really encouraging folks to um, have better intimate relationships, um, it really didn't come into to play until last year. But I had a lot of friends who were going through a lot of relationships, um, and they weren't having good sex. They're having really, really bad relationships. And it just happened to just take off. One thing led to another, and here I am today um, talking with you. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now, folks, let you know, we're going to start having her on the show, and we're going to start designing our topics based on what she's saying right there. I know I have her sitting in today just listening to the show, see how it goes, how she feels about it. Because, I mean, I know it's kind of short notice because it was yesterday, but like I say, y'all better stay tuned because we're about to spice everything up for real. A lot of people on blog talk like to talk about stuff, but they're talking about But When I was talking to Kima, the chemo, uh, and I hop about the whole situation, what I did and what she did, it was just kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? We were just getting together, which was good. So, like I say, folks, Stay tuned for her, for real. Now, aren't you uh, going on another show tomorrow? I forget the the former one. What's the name of the show again? So folks can listen to it as well. I'm sorry. Say that again. Were you talking to me? I thought you were talking to you. I was talking to you because you were telling me yesterday you were going to be on another show tomorrow, I believe. Right. I'm going to be on um, blogtalk.com slash mentalsalvation. Um, talking about the spiritual sexuality and the God and Goddess experience of spiritual sex. And, um, again, that is uh, blogtalk.com uh, slash mental salvation tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Okay. All right. All right, then. You heard it, folks. Do not miss out on that. And what time does it come on tomorrow? Tomorrow at 8 p.m. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you put it as a favorite, too, for real. Leave comments. Let her know what you're thinking because she can help you out, for real. I believe she can. I know she can. So do not miss out. I'm going to put you back on hold and put Mr. LeVon back on. That way we can go ahead and start the program. You just let us know if you want to chime in on anything that we say by hitting two, and we just can go ahead and begin the show here. I thank you. All right. Hey, Mr. LeVon, you there, my friend? Yes. Okay, excellent. Okay, now, folks, if you do want to call in, the number is 646-716-7911. Again, the number is 646-716-7911. Now, today's show, tonight's show, actually, is that we're doing a show about why do people crave so much attention in relationships. This show is going to talk about different types of attention, from the beneficial to the harmful kinds of the ones that you may encounter when you're dating someone. 
please call your friends now. Tell them to wake their asses up. Just go to blog talk. Or just call in. Like I said, this is really going to talk about because I saw a lot of that recently. All this past week, and it's, it's very disturbing what I saw. Now, with all your attention, it can be good in bed, like Mr. LeVon was stating in this scenario that he wrote. It can be good in bed. Good attention is basically saying maybe recognition, saying, hey, this person basically uh, graduated with honors, or this person uh, got the top job, or things of that sort, in my opinion. There's other ones you can go on, but you got the others that really don't make no sense to me. It's just like it's starting at an early age. Not just too long ago, I was at my job, and some of these people are out here just doing crazy things as far as flaunting, they, you know, just showing everything, basically, just craving attention. Or they might tell their boyfriends, you know, hey, that guy was looking at me, but I told him, no, I was with you. You know, sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. And some of the guys out here, too, do the same thing with throwing all their money out there, tricking it off. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are questioning today, 2009, is tricking the norm? I don't know. I hope not, but a lot of people are doing it because they want to get their attention, which is not good because then some of the guys come to me and they basically say, man, I don't know why he's coming at me, Evan. I don't know why. I mean, she's coming after my money. I said, well, how did you meet her? I said, well, you know, I went out to the club and I bought everyone drinks and things and then she popped up or whatnot. Or I came out here, I rented out a car, I loaded it up out with these rims, very shiny, and she noticed me. Attention, inadvertently. What's your thoughts about this so far, Mr. LeVar? In terms of what specifically? I couldn't hear you. I said in terms of what specifically? As far as these, with the guys, I'm going to start off with the guys because the guys are getting like that as far as they're complaining, like, why this girl after me? Why is it that, uh, she always, why these girls after my pockets? I hear like, that's why she's after my pockets. And I, and I always ask them, what do they do for them to just jump off? You know, people just don't all of a sudden just grab for your pocket. You have to do something. You have to throw out something as far as bait to get them there. And you hear them saying, well, I, I bought this person this and that, and they kept coming back for more and more. And they don't really see the scenario as far as they don't see that it's an issue with them first. What's your thought? Oh, I see. Well, I mean, a lot of people tend to do things in the short term for um, for satisfaction and excitement, but kind of overlook the fact that in the long run it might have a long, a, a very serious impact on your reputation and your sense of self as a person um, when other people look at you. As individuals, I mean, if you're a guy that walks around in the club all the time and you throw up all this money, I mean, as soon as the girl sees you later on, especially if you're in that kind of atmosphere again, it's only going to be a matter of time before they start, you know, following that kind of fantasy about the individual. So, hey. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now, a lot of guys do a lot of stuff. I noticed one guy in the club last night. I don't know, I was talking to one of my own boys in New Jersey, and he was like, man, that dude ever tries to touch me and my knock his ass out. The whole thing was that he was just dancing real crazy. Like, 
he was skipping along in the club and circus or something like I don't know exactly what he was doing. But I mean, people were looking at him. I mean, I'm saying people dance and get happy and stuff, but I never saw no one skipping twenty feet across the room or whatnot. The whole mm-hmm. thing is that a lot of people put themselves in spots because they think that's what it means to be loved, in my opinion. I think a lot of guys are thinking, well, from what I see on BET, what I see on TV, the movies or whatever, the girls want to support me more if I have this money, I'm flaunting it at her, I have all this jewelry, I have a nice car, I got the house, this and that. But the whole thing is that that person's not looking at them, they're looking at what they can do. The whole thing about that, for the guys, honestly, you have to really put that in check for yourself. You have to check yourself on that because the whole thing, if you keep presenting yourself as that image towards someone, they're not going to be able to see the real you if that is something real behind you besides all the stuff, the fancy clothes, the nice rings, the rubies, all that stuff right there is irrelevant if you're trying to really get to know. That, that's nice to have. Later on, but don't place that first. Now, for the ladies out there, you know I wasn't going to forget about the ladies, Mr. LeVon. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask Mr. LeVon, what does he see on his campus as far as girls doing attention or getting attention? I know you see it because you're on campus. Um, yeah, and then I talk to my mom sometimes about it, too, and she was um, recently dating. She's now single, though, but... Whenever she would, like, go to the grocery stores with the person that she was dating, there was this one incident where this one woman, um, while they were trying to pick out some meat at the, you know, the butcher area, and she kept walking past her and saying, excuse me, and my mom, you know, they didn't pay any attention, and then she just, like, kept doing it over and over at least three or four times. And it finally sunk, um, I mean, how do you say, sunk into my mom's mind. She's like, what in the world is this woman doing this? And it was... It was kind of funny because once you really think about it, it's like the person is, I guess, trying to draw some attention to herself, maybe um, in many ways try to say things overtly because we all do certain things, have certain behaviors that we um, perform subconsciously as methods of trying to not only gain attention but also to show attraction to each other. Sometimes a guy, even though he knows the other guy um, is with a girl, um, in this particular case, and they'll sit there and wink at the girl and stuff, say all kinds of things to the girl, knowing that she's already on a date with somebody, those kinds of things. Sometimes they try to draw attraction and try to really challenge the other person's um, liability as a mate for that individual. And that's kind of what goes on sometimes, especially on campus. Sometimes you'll hear girls say, like, really silly stuff, and it's like not all girls, um, just the really immature ones, unfortunately. And they'll start talking about really dumb things, ask dumb questions that you could automatically answer. You know, those really stupid questions you usually hear somebody say in a class or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you expect the village idiot to say it. It's like that with relationships. They just sit there and they ask these dumb things instead of actually going to the person. And in trying to gain that attention, you kind of deter yourself from actually communicating and learning about who that person is in the first place. It's like, why does this person look like this? Why does this person dress like that? You know? It's 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 wasteful. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I'm going to put a twist to it. What I've been seeing, not really on your campuses, but 
what I see coming inside the store. It's like I was with a customer, and I was trying to figure out what we are going to do for them for home services. And the mom was like, by the way, I have an issue with my daughter's phone. And I said, okay, we could check it out. My daughter pops out of nowhere. Boobies just hanging out everywhere. I mean, swinging everywhere. And her mom says something to her. This is what I don't get right here. This is what drops a, a nerve for me right here. She basically had all the stuff out. No bras, nothing. Her father's there. Her mother's there. Her mom said, I don't know why he dressed like that. Now, the daughter, I don't know how dark. She couldn't be no older than uh, 17 or so. But she dressed like this. And her mom would just say that comment. I don't understand on part of the reason. Now, now part of that reason, I can say this. It's, it's one thing I understand, one thing I don't understand. One thing I might understand why she's doing it for the attention because she's not receiving the attention that she's supposed to get from home. So she figures she can get this somewhere else by another source. The other part is that why would you still do it even though the person who's coming for you is not really putting their best foot forward to really get to know you. They're really trying to get what they supposed you know, I ain't gonna say supposed to get, but they're trying to get something other than what you're thinking. You're not on the same terms, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, as the story went on, I mean, she still went out there, still did her thing as far as I, I guess she thought she was trying to holler at me. I was like, I don't I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. You know, I don't I don't get myself in situations like this. But it wasn't the first time. I noticed in Burlington, there's a lot of girls that crave attention. You knew one of them. Me and you knew one of them that uh, used to hang out with us. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, just throwing everything. Come on, I can make my butt shake. I can do this and that. Why would you want to present yourself in that way and then say, well, I'm, I'm a wifey material, you know? I'm not saying you can't get up and dance or whatever, but you shouldn't be dressing like a skank from what my mom said. You know, I talked to my mom about this scenario case right here. Because when you do, like, you do that, it's basically telling me something. And it's telling a lot of guys something. Should I take it seriously? Should I not take it seriously? What should I do? A lot of females are getting mistaken because I know it's competitive out there, ladies. And why I hear it's more women out here than it is men. Now, I know it gets competitive, but what would you sacrifice to get the person? Are they worth that? You know, that's the question you should ask. You shouldn't just say, well, I'm just going to sleep with this person to make sure he goes with me. Because if that's the case, it's not going to work. Nine times out of ten, it's not going to work. Or... Some of the things that they would do, basically, is get a reputation. What you heard on campus, right, Mr. LeVon? You heard of reputations before on campus about some of the college students, correct? Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things that really bothers me, too, when we're talking about this stuff, because a lot of the times the so-called attention that people are famous for really isn't true in the first place. I'm like, a lot of people on campus build a myth about themselves. You know, they're the big bad person, you know, with the fellas. They're always acting gangster or dressing a certain way or they're driving in a Jaguar around campus that happens to belong to one of their grandparents who's buying all this stuff for them, you know. 
there's always that veneer that's going on. And in many ways, as we've talked about it before, it can be very satisfying for some people. It can get the job done when you want to get to a certain means. But it, in the long run, it's not going to work out for you because you only have, what, four or five years till you graduate, then you won't be able to live your life forever in college. Yeah, that's true. I've thought some people are still trying to live their life in the college life. You know, they might be like, I don't know how old, they're way past college, and they still be trying to be like, I still got it. You know, I like, yeah, I have to pass it down. <laughs> but the whole thing is that, you know, we talked about the female, we talked about the male, and I'm about to put it all together right here. Why bring this in a relationship? That's my question. Why would you bring uh-huh. some negative... Uh-huh. Um, um, yeah. I guess would like to comment. Okay, go ahead. I was just sitting here thinking about uh, listening to what you have to say, and the question that I have um, is based on your original question, which is why women tend to be attracted to men that um, like have money, or are only after men who have money. Um, the answer to that question is because women um, look for protectors. We look for people to take care of us. That's in our in our animal nature to, um, you know, fall into that role as having someone to take care of us. So if on the outside I see the appearance that you have the capabilities financially to take care of me, then I'm going to be more attracted to you. And but, and but once I get into that relationship and and the like you said the veneer of it is then broken through and I see the true you and I'm like okay you cannot take care of me you you're not as real as I thought you are and I walk away from the relationship and the first thing you say or the the gentleman that I've been attracted to financially says oh she only wanted me for my money no I wanted you because Enlistically, I need someone to take care of me. And now that you can't do that, I've got to go find someone else to do that. So it's not that there are women out there that are only searching for men who have money, but in our DNA, that's what we're looking for. It's, 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 it's natural. And it is unfortunate that because the numbers are so high, there's so many women towards men, that our our draw is to men who have that money, who have that outlook on life. And the ones that don't get kind of left behind, like, well, why she don't want to date me? I'm a good guy. I have a great personality. It's like, okay, yeah, you have a great personality, but can you take care of me like the dude with the Jaguar? <laughs> and then but, that's a, it's really unfortunate, though. But but that's my thing thing. is that what would you sacrifice, even though this person might be like, okay, I can take care of you, but what you going to give me, you know, the whole thing, that's about where you walk away with still having your standards, or would you say, well, let me cut some stuff off my bar just to please this man to get that security. Some girls, and this happens to guys too, some girls will cut the bar down. Cause we got it. Let's just fix it right now. We see a lot of people hooking up, don't even give a damn tomorrow. Just hook it up, and it's kind of scary because people are going out for people because of what they see on the outside. They're not asking those tough questions. 
because I think you should ask tough questions before you make an investment. A relationship to me is an investment. Yeah. Because you're investing your time, your resources. Say the guy, if he's going to be a provider, he's going to have to have his resources together, and you got to have your time right. Everything needs to be in sequence. I ain't saying it's supposed to be all together at the same time, but it's supposed to get there. But a lot of people don't want, like LeBron was saying, they don't want to ask those tough questions. They'll say something silly, even though they really want to get to that phrase. They might not want to provoke I, that. I, I agree with what you're saying, but you also have to understand, you have to understand people where they are today. Um, yeah. When I was 24, 25, 23, I was scandalous. I went for men who had, you know, big dollars and big rims and big bankrolls and rubber bands and all of that. But as I've gotten older, my standards have changed. Um, The average 21-year-old doesn't have those same standards. Her standard is, you know, a meal at Applebee's. That's balling for her. You know, take her to Applebee's, and she's doing it. She's like, yeah, he takes good care of me, girl, and he cares for me. But, you know, I'm I'm over 30 now. Uh, A trip to Ruth's Chris and and a weekend in Las Vegas, hey, I'm willing to drop a couple standards for, you know, a nice meal at the Bellagio. Standards have changed. And 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 as women evolve into womanhood, because you really don't evolve into a woman until you're 30, 40 years old. That's why there's so much trash out there. And we're not, in a lot of communities, in a lot of poor communities, we're not taught how to be women until, we're, until we learn how to become women. It's not something that someone's teaching us every day. It's something that we learn through trial and error. And the, it's the unfortunate thing is that it's the, it's the litter that we leave behind, the litter of broken hearts, the litter of bad judgments, the litter of mistakes that leads us into this, you know, beautiful flower of a person that you finally meet at 35. And, and you've got to be patient. I know what you're asking for is, is the perfect olive branch of, 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 of a relationship, but you're not going to get that um, until you, you, you find someone who's, you know, been tossed in the dryer a couple of times and can really, you know, bring you out fluffy white sheets. You just got to kind of be patient with that thing. But you'll get it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying. But my whole thing is that with folks out here, it's just like, like I was saying earlier about the relationship and about this negative tension that people do. Yeah, your connection's off. I can't hear you. But you're still, it still has you up here, though. Yeah, folks, hold on. Blog Talk's trip. I'm Blog Talk's tripping again. Just hold on, folks. Oh, man. Sorry about the connection, folks. I believe I'm still coming in clear. Hello? Anyone there? Can you still hear me? Yeah, we. I can hear you. Okay, yeah, bad connection. 
uh, we can thank Law Talk with that right now. But like I was saying earlier, is that uh, a lot of people bring bad things in. I believe that's Mr. LeVon, so I say my final thought. Yeah, yeah uh, Mr. Right now. Oh, okay. A lot of people bring a lot. Now. Okay. Well, let me finish this real quick. I'm going to get that collar in. A lot of people bring some of these things in negatively. I mean, a lot of dudes tell me stuff. A lot of girls tell me stuff. But what I list is that the reasons why it shows, it presents itself, probably lacking an essence that they was missing from home or whatnot. They bored, and the communication skills are not there. Mm-hmm. If the communication is not there, you're not going to have anything. You got to have something. So I'm bringing in this caller. It's a private number. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Caller. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Put this person back on. Maybe um, they just want to listen in. No, they they hit the little hand, raised the little hand for attention, for like I want to talk. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's just a bad connection. But what's your thoughts, Mr. LeBron? Go ahead. I know you got something on your mind. Go ahead. No, no, I definitely agree too. Um, when it when we look at relationships and the ways that individuals um, evolve and mature over time, one thing that I definitely notice is that, especially um, in the college scene, once people get to that level. They think they've arrived already, and they still don't realize that there's so many things that they're still going through. Their brain, in fact, is still developing. It doesn't stop maturing until you get into your 30s in the first place. So it's like you're still not an adult yet. You're still a young adult, really. And so they're going here, they're going there, they're getting their first apartments, they're starting to forge really um, serious friendships with people in all of the kinds of situations. And they're, they're overlooking, and we um, tend to overlook that fact as well, that People are naturally going to make mistakes. That's how we learn in the first place. That's how we mature as individuals. Um, but it's also important that we also do not allow the, the fact that we are going to make mistakes become an excuse for us making them in the first place. As individuals, we have to, as mature individuals, in fact, people that are capable of learning and being able to move forward in our lives, we need to definitely take into consideration our actions in the future and the way that we present ourselves, but at the same time, there's going to be moments in life where you're going to run into those like really weird experiences with people and things that you never expected to happen just get blown out of proportion all of a sudden. And it's like, what in the world is happening? It's like something off of the Jerry Springer show almost, except it isn't staged and you're not getting paid tons of money to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like when it comes to relationships, individuals, especially fellas, have to step up a little bit more. Because some of the things guys do now to try to get attention from women is also, in my opinion, a little disgusting, you know. It really is. Yeah, tell, tell us some of the things on campus. I know, I know we saw it. I saw it when I was on campus, but I know you see it now that you're on campus. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see the dudes doing a little high school stuff now with the girls and whatnot, and then they're just, they're just like fooling them with all this nonsense over and over again. It's the sing a love song every time that you get into a relationship issue and then it's all good again. It's just it's just real silly and childish and it's like you're supposed to be an individual who's trying to be mature instead they're using that sense of freedom that they have as an excuse to continue to do more irresponsible things. 
And that's the last thing you want to do in your life is be an irresponsible person. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely yeah. true right there. Now, folks, if you're trying to call in, the number is 646-716-7911. You can call in now and listen to the show. You can go to the chat room by going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash indie underscore truth. One thing that I have to say, though, is about having forward thinking. So I know you were saying, you know, you got to step with your, the best foot you can as you're going to approach people, is that the attention that I think you should present, and I'm not saying that everyone needs to follow this. I will recommend it because it, it's, not, it's not a negative. It's that you should be thinking not what this person can do for you, but what you can do to make this situation a better situation than what it is. If you know that this individual is a person that's got potential and you're lacking your potential on yourself as far as making yourself better, think about it like this. Would that person want to consider being with you? Because when it gets to that time, like you say, when you mature, guys are going to start thinking more logically. The guys are going to be logical, you know, most of the time. They're going to start thinking basically, look, should I mess with her risking losing this, this, and that? where she's not bringing this, this to the table. Because he's got to bring something to the table, of course, because like we say, he's the provider. But what does she bring to the table besides some coochie? Because <laughs> the whole thing, the whole thing with the, the attention is that if you're in a situation like that, if you're in a situation where this person flaunted this to you, she's like, hey, this is what I can do. And he says, hey, this is what I can do. You've got to question it. you got to question it. You have to have a third eye. Why is this person telling me about his bank notes and stuff? I know he's going to take care of me, but he don't know me from a can of paint. I mean, he met me in the club last night or saw me down the street. Now he's talking about he's going to take me to Las, you know, Las Vegas, the beach or whatnot the first day I met him. Um, I, I guess she has an example of this, though. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I do. I, I met a guy um, about two weeks ago, and met him in the club, and he walked up to me, and he says, you look smart. I said, okay, what does smart look like? Because I want to make sure I look like that every day, right? So he goes on to tell me, we, we're talking in the club, and we leave the club, and he's like, you know, I brought my boys with me, and I need to take them to their car. So, you know, walk me to my car. And I was like, oh. And the first thing he said was, I have a nice car. I was like, okay, that's nice that you have a nice car, but why did you tell me that? So that was the first red flag. Uh-huh. So we go to pick up the car, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to stop by my house real quick. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre he getting ready to chop me up and throw me in the river. But I'm cool. I, I got a couple combat skills if I need to do anything. I'm okay. So I go, and he goes, oh, this is my house. And it's got four bedrooms, two baths. It's got a huge backyard. It's on an acre and a half and all of this. And, you know, I've got flat screen. And I have surround sound. And I'm like, okay, if I was 21, I would be real geeked up right now, like real, like, ooh, you got all this and you got all that. But – that doesn't impress me anymore. And he just went on and on. 
and was like, well, you know, I make six figures a year and I can take care of you and I can take care of, you know, you know, all the things that you need and I can help you with your business. And he just went on and on and on for like three or four days. And then I right. challenged I said, okay, why are you telling me all this? Why are you, you know, and, and why is this and why is that? And, you know, the first thing he said to me, why are you challenging me? Don't you want a man like me? I'm a good catch. I said, you could be a great catch, but why are you bringing me all of this? Why? Like, why are, you, why are you telling me you can take care of me? Why are you telling me you make six figures? Why are you telling me you got a four-bedroom, two-bathroom house? You So what? So what? Men do that to to kind of, you know, like dogs piss on trees. They're trying to stake their claim. Women do it for the intention because we outnumber each other. I've got to make you look at me. So if that means i got to go to the club with my, you know, 38 C's hanging out in order to get you to pay attention to me, you'll pay attention to my breast before you pay attention to my conversation. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely right. That's how we are naturally, and you can't really fight that. And even as you get older, you know, you're 40, 50, you'll see 40, 50-year-olds, you know, putting on some things and doing some things, and you had a 65-year-old man roll up on you in the grocery store and say, yo, baby, I could take care of you. I could be your sugar daddy. It's like, okay. Why can't you just be my friend first? Why you got to be my sugar daddy? I appreciate that. I do need a couple bills taken care of. But a lot of people don't, a lot of people are attracted physically, especially men. Men are attracted to women physically. Women are attracted to men emotionally. If you can get a woman, um, an emotional connection with a woman, she'll love you forever. If you can make a man physically attracted to you, he'll love you forever. Yeah. Okay. It's as simple as it is. And and to to kind of comment on what you said as far as, you know, making sure you have something to bring to the table. The key thing in any relationship is self-awareness. If you don't know who you are, you cannot be anything for anybody else. And exactly. I think what the listeners can really take away from is self-discovery and discovering, you know, what it is in your life that you want, need, and deserve. And once those things equal up with each other, you're able to go into a relationship and, and communicate your wants, your needs, and your desires in order to have a successful relationship. And what I see on intimacy and sexual intimacy is is self-awareness and and knowing what you like, knowing what you don't like. And that goes on on any level, whether it's sexual or non-sexual relationship. You've got to be able to know who you are. And a lot of young people don't know who they are and don't discover who they are or they discover who they are by mistake or by accident, by default. So. It, self-discovery is important. Knowing who you are, you have to know who you are. Yeah, that's true. Now, I have to say something about that guy because there's a lot of guys like that, like you say. The whole thing, when they have to throw up, this is what I got, this is what I got, it shows that they have a lack of confidence within their own self because, like you said, you got to discover yourself. And if you don't, if you got to say, well, I have to do this in order for you to talk to me because, I mean, like I say, conversation is the main important thing. Because if you can have all that money, this and that, be the boring person, no conversation. She might, like I say, you, you're going to take the money or whatever, but you're not going to respect this person. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
You're not going to be like, hey, you know, I respect you. No, I, I just keep giving the money, whatever. Hey, Ray, come over here. You know how it's you, honey. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the whole thing. A lot of guys think, well, I'm not good enough to talk to her, so I need to do this, this, and that. I mean, a lot of guys are scared to talk to girls in the club uh, or for getting gas or anything. I mean, a lot of guys have told me they're scared of girls going to cuss them out in front of everyone. It's like these things they put in their head. They ought to be like a person that has a mental handicap. Have you ever saw these kids at Special Olympics where they give everything they get? They don't think about what if I lose this. They give everything they get. They're pretty strong, too. I have a friend that's like this, strong as hell in the basketball court. He don't care. He just gives everything he gets. Guys should start giving everything they get as far as conversation confidence. And then, like I say, all that money stuff, that could be the perk right there, you know, that could be one of the, but not just go out and say, hey, by the way, I'm the CEO of this company, blah, blah, you know. <laughs> a lot of dudes doing it or just saying, well, I got this house, like you said, I got this house, I got all this and that, six-figure salary. Why can't you tell me about yourself internally instead of the outside? But, like I say, a lot of people are being told this from what they see on TV, what they read, as far as what they hear. If I can control everything that you hear, see, all that. Hear, see, all that, basically, you can be controlled. And a lot of people giving people misguided information, like they see on mainstream TV. Now, they don't like listen to what I say, because some people on this network has actually tried to cut me off. And Mr. LeBron, remember those days when, when we used to talk about some deep stuff, they try to come in and interfere. But it's all good because, like I say, we find ways to get around that. I gotta let Mr. LeVon talk. I know he got a lot to say. What you got to say with Mr. LeVon? Well, um, I definitely agree with a lot of the stuff that's been going on, what we've been talking about um, tonight. It's definitely been a very invigorating conversation, and we've gotten a, a wealth of different perspectives on issues like this when it comes to attention and relationships and what people seek in them. And one thing that always stuck to me was when we were first talking about compromises. And something that I've come to realize being an individual who's been able to see a lot of other people in relationships and also learn from my own relationships is that no no good relationship is without compromise, um, at least once or so in your in your life. You're going to run into many compromises, but at the same time, you have to take into consideration, like my mother always told me, she's like, are they serious compromises, big compromises? Let's say if you're really trying to get married to somebody. Is that person somebody that um, moves around to a lot of different places, like goes flying different places and goes shopping all these different areas? If you're a person that doesn't like that kind of lifestyle, like living on the road, for instance, because a person tours a lot because of their job, are you able? Going, are you going to be able to like stay true to that person, stay faithful? Are you going to have that sense of connection with them? And when it comes to it, there are going to be some compromises that are too big for you to be able to accept. At the same time, there are some compromises that are smaller that will not, in essence, harm the relationship. You'll be able to get over them as time progresses, and you'll be able to really see what you truly value in that relationship with an individual. So whenever you're looking at making decisions and really trying to get that person's attention, always ask yourself if the compromise you're making is something that you're willing to continue to make in the future. 
because if you're doing it right now, nine times out of ten, you're going to have to do it later on. Mm-hmm. So you've got to set it straight, and you've got to uh, make sure you guys are on equal ground, or you're going to pre- pretty much be in a very um, disadvantaged situation. It's just like getting paid 77 cents for every dollar, which is the average amount a female teacher makes compared to a male teacher, unfortunately. It's like, is that a compromise that you're willing to take doing something that you love? And it's something that should be seen in relationships as well. Make sure that the compromises that you're making are not things that are really going to weigh you down, but things that are going to help get you to where you need to be in a positive and beneficial way. Correct. I agree with you 100% on that, for real. So like I tell guys, if you're going to start out tricking, finish out tricking. I hate to say that to guys out there, but she's going to expect you to keep doing that. If you were tricking out, I'm going to let you know. You know, don't be thinking, well, I tricked. Yeah, I got an ass coming on. You got to keep keep this up. I like this. <laughs> it's just like you giving giving crack to a crack addict, you know. And you think you're just going to stop after that one hit? <laughs> Come on now. Got to wake up, folks. You got we, we got a lot of people wondering, like, where in the hell, where they get this from? We'll see it. We'll see it. I talk to people about this. A lot of people, like I say, like Mr. LeBron said, you don't, if you're not able to compromise, you, you, you might want to stay in a room for the rest of your life and play with bears or something or teddy bears or whatever, you know? I mean, the whole thing is that we got to be realistic. Another thing is that we got to know our, I ain't saying put, put limits on ourselves, but we got to know ourselves, just like Nakima was saying. He was saying know yourself before you do anything. That's the first thing you need to do. Out of everything else that we say, know yourself before you jump into a situation that you're not going to be able to handle. A lot of people don't know themselves. You ask someone to describe themselves, and they're like, I can't really say, what do you want to know? <laughs> that doesn't, you tell me what do you think is important about you. And I have had people say, I have pretty hair. My teeth are straight. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not. Ron, I had people say that to me, honestly. Mr. LeVon had it happen to him before, too, right, Mr. LeVon? Yeah, yeah. I remember um, somebody, they, they came right up to me, and they were like, oh, I'm 18 years old, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, was a, I don't know. I was like, that was a great way to introduce yourself. I mean, I didn't. that, that automatically turned me off right after that because I'm like, I'm going to feel like this person's using a fake ID or something and it's going to get me in some kind of trouble. You know how people, you know, cops do those things sometimes. I'm like, I'm not going to end up in one of those situations. No, no, no. I'll, yeah, I don't want so, you to be on no cops. <laughs> no, 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 never me, never me. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I would like to say this to everyone out there. If you do have a friend that's in a situation like this, please let them listen to the show. Let them know that, look, you don't have to live like that no more if you don't want to be in a situation that you stuck. Because most of the time when people put themselves in a situation or put a facade on, they're going to have to keep the facade. So either they either completely do it, which that's a that's real sin, slim chance of doing this, keeping the act going together, which they lose that identity also as well because it becomes something else that they really wasn't. Uh, second, it comes off automatically, and the person is called lies. 
Because that, that's what it was. It was a lie. You tricked me, basically, to thinking that you was this, this, and that, and you're not. And I said, well, it worked, right? I got you, right? <laughs> if it was just the case to get whatever you want from the person, you don't necessarily have to go with them. You just have to have your hustle right. It's all about how you use your lips as far as communicating goes. But any all, all the people listening in, if you have any final comments, you can call in now. The number is 646-716-7911. I'm going to go ahead and let everyone say their final thoughts. Ms. McKeema, you can go ahead and say your final thoughts for the show. Well, um, I want to say first that um, it's been a real blessing to to be with you this evening, and I just want to thank God for the opportunity um, that she's given me here. And hopefully, um, you know, I can come back. Um, I haven't uh, crushed any egos or anything (laughs) too bad that I can actually come back. But my final thought is really about um, knowledge of self and really taking the time to discover who you are, um, that will make the best relationship in the end, just taking the time to breathe and really discover the person who you are. Um, also, I want to say that, um, like you said, I'm, I will be on Block Talk Radio once again tomorrow at 8 p.m. on um, blogtalk.com slash mental salvation at 8 o'clock tomorrow, um, and we'll be talking about spiritual sexuality and really breaking down the barriers of um, just having sex for sex and really what sex is supposed to be meant for, which is intimacy and love and all that. Um, You can also hit me up on my website, which is uh, www.upscaledesires.com, and you'll learn all about my company. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can email me at withlove at upscaledesires.com. Okay. Okay. Mr. LeVar? Well, it was definitely a pleasure having our guest speaker um, on the show today. It was wonderful. And I'm glad that we got into some really interesting discussions tonight about this um, interesting issue that can become very complex in many cases. But at the end of the day, um, sometimes you're infamous for the things you do, but at the same time, sometimes you're infamous for the things you do, and then you end up getting chopped and screwed, you know? So... Just watch what you do now. Watch what you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, my only thought, though, I thank our guests for coming in. I thank Mr. LeVon for doing a great job like he always do. And I hope that the people out there, honestly, be real with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror. Some people say, I don't need a relationship. When we did this show at the very beginning, people say, I don't need a relationship. Like, I got it all together. And so if you got everything together, why are you coming here with a fucked up attitude? cussing about your your man did this and that or your girl did this and that but you don't need no advice. It doesn't hurt to listen to advice that's on Blog Talk Radio because it's free, first of all. It doesn't cost you anything. I mean, as far as us giving you the possible solutions, the best possible solutions, we do offer those out. It's up to you. You have free will to choose what you think is right. And I hope that you don't Take it just for a short-term gain, but for a long run, a long run term, basically, for your future, not for just, well, if I get over on this person today, I'm going to get paid for the next 
couple of weeks or until 18 years comes to this child? Are you looking further down the road? So when you think about a relationship, look down the road. Honestly. Look at what the person's made out of as far as personality-wise. Also, make sure that everything's in order. Just don't go by looking at someone's outside. Never know. People have issues. Trust me. I deal with them every day where I work at. But other than that, I mean, I have nothing else to say. I hope that we will see you next Sunday because we're coming back. We're lining up a few more shows before the end of the semester for the college students, and we're going to get to our summer program lineup. So other than that, I thank you, and God bless. Have you ever seen a dad be all alone at the bar? 